Hey guys, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. So you're being bombarded by facts, aren't you? This is this episode would be good for any time, but uh, I think since a lot of us are home now, home more than usual with the lockdowns across the countries, across the world, some uh, more people than usual are at home, and so you can't help but focus on what the news media what they're saying about the pandemic and what the governments are saying and all these facts about the economy and how awful it's going to be or how awful it's been. But the cool thing about facts is that they can change. And one man's awful fact is another person's, eh, not a big deal. I know this from experience. When I was a reporter, I would cover a story and, and not just me, the television news outlets would cover it, the newspapers and other radio stations. So I would do my story, get my facts and get it on the air. And then I would check out the television news coverage and read the newspaper the next day. And what they were covering seemed like, at times, completely different stories. And it was frustrating at first, way back then, because I thought maybe I wasn't covering the story right because they're talking about something completely different than I am. No, it's not that at all. Well, it could have been that I was inexperienced, but uh, even, I mean, that never changed how each reporter would report on something, the same story, completely different than the other reporters. Because each one of us is seeing our world from a different point of view or a different perspective, a different state of consciousness. So if you know that, if you know that each one of us, God, individualized, expressing self through different states of consciousness, knowingly or unknowingly, then why give any credit to the news stories that you're listening to? Pam Grout is an author, and she's also a journalist. In one of her books, she took a stab at her own profession and the downside of paying too much attention to what reporters say. She said, what we see in the news media is a tiny speck of a reality far removed from true reality. It's so limited in dimension and scope of understanding that to pay such close attention is like unknowingly having one of those please kick me signs pinned at your back. <laughs> yeah, I like what Pam said there. Neville, regarding facts, said that facts are the fruit bearing witness of the use or misuse of the imagination. That's in his book, Awakened Imagination. Facts are the fruit bearing witness of your imagining. So even though these, all of these reports are coming in from seeming others, even the pandemic reports are still a reflection of what you're conscious of being. Consciousness is the only reality. So even though there's news coming from around the world about this global crisis, if that's the way you see it, what you're accepting is true. What's, what you're feeding on is food that you've created. It's a reflection of what you're conscious of being. A friend of mine on Facebook posted to her story earlier, and I could see it in her eyes and hear it in her voice, this, this love and passion for life, because she was talking about 
today she was witnessing, experiencing this, uh, I think she called it an explosion of uh, self-expression, of art and nature all around her. And then on Facebook, another friend of mine who understands that imagining creates reality, posting a lot of negative stuff, just how awful the world is and calling people idiots for not quarantining themselves and slamming the president and then other friends slamming the Democrats and all the stuff, blaming others and pointing fingers and uh, calling people, you know, dumbasses for doing what they're doing, for them being them. Different states of consciousness, same day, same planet Earth, same sun shining down on all of us, but these people experiencing their world in a completely different way. If the pandemic was, if, if life was that bad, truly, factually, absolutely as awful as some of the facts may seem to uh, indicate, if that's what you're buying into, if that were an absolute, if facts and truth were absolute, then how can my one friend over here be talking about this explosion of art and nature and all these wonderful things, completely different experience than what this other friend is talking about on Facebook? It is not absolute. Just because CNN or Fox News says something does not make it true for you. Whatever you're accepting is true for you is coming from your own imagining and your reactions to these things. Keep in mind, it's still your own consciousness. What you are conscious of being is what you're experiencing. And you continue to perpetuate that state by continuing to react to the facts the same way. If you react, you're just reacting or reenacting the same story for yourself over and over and over again. Oh my God, isn't it time to let that go? Let go of the state of panic and fear. And it's this whole idea of them out there is trying to destroy us. It's big business. They're the ones that are at fault. They're taking all the money. The poor person and the wealthy person, both states of consciousness, God wearing the mask. So why continue to blame others and point fingers, blame uh, the collective imagining or a collective consciousness, blame it on the group? You know, I, I remember when I was a student back in high school, that wasn't me. That was them. I didn't call. I wasn't talking. It was them over there talking. It's not my fault. I've seen that come across on Facebook. Different, whether it's conservative people or liberal people, it, what they're who they're blaming is different. Conservative people blaming the sinners and Satan. This is it. This is the end times. We deserve this. Well, we don't because I'm a Christian, but you sinners deserve it. You're bringing this on all of us. It's your fault. And then more open-minded folks are still blaming others. Well, it's them. They're, it's too many people imagining bad things. And this came up in a call, a live call I got to be a part of last night. 
this question about the collective imagining. And I, I'll repeat what I said on the call, that if there's anything at all that I'm thinking about at all that gives any type of power, any type of credit or blame to anything that is not me, that seems to not be me, then I'm giving away my power. That is a false god, like Neville says. In his lecture, The Four Mighty Ones, he talks about true freedom being uh, happening when you break yourself of the, uh, out from under the tyranny of secondary cause. It's not bats in China that caused this virus. It's not your immune system that's making you, that's going to make you more susceptible to it. Everything comes from within you. And while it's easy, I know it's easier to blame seeming others. Taking the facts. Oh, damn it. It's getting worse. That's their fault. They just stay home, stay inside. I've got news for you. If you believe, really buy into any virus having the power over you, then quarantining yourself is not going to save you. Unless that's the one thing you believe in, the false God you believe in. I could believe my uh, honeysuckle scented wax warmer, breathing that in, the scent from that, standing over and breathing in the warm air from it, will cure me of all my ailments. False God. It's a stupid one, I know. But anytime we give power to anything else, we're showing our ignorance for who we really are. And it might can bad-mouthing anybody. I mean, we, we've all lived most of our lives thinking that things outside of us are the cause. Just relax. Trust that what you're imagining, what you're imagining of yourself and your world is what you're going to experience. You want to know what tomorrow is going to be like? I can tell you. I can promise you. I can predict your future. Check what your day is like right now. What's your state of consciousness? What are you thinking and feeling right now? And what have you been thinking and feeling all day long and the day before that and the day before that? What have you been imagining the past several days or right now, a few minutes ago? If you're uncertain about your future, take a look at what you're imagining. That will tell you. You can do your, you don't need horoscopes. Just check out your own imagining. And don't like the route your imagining is going, it can quickly change in the twinkle of an eye, instantly. What do you really want to experience? And ask yourself, be clear on what you want. How would I feel if I were that already? Today, March 23rd, I think today's the 23rd, what would I feel like? How would I feel if at this moment, at 1 p.m., Central Time, March 23rd, I were already that person. If my wishes were already fulfilled, that, that big or small wish, whatever, whatever it is you're thinking of right now. What if at this moment I were already that person? How would I feel? How would I think about the rest of my day? How would I react to washing the dishes, being this new person? having this new thing in my life. If you truly 
answer yourself honestly. Bring up that feeling of being that person already. There's no way you can see the world the exact same way. Some things may, you'll see similar, I mean, it'll be the same, you know, all your family's not going to disappear and reappear with different faces. <laughs> At least they're not my reality. But there will be even minor changes because you've moved into a new state of consciousness. But there will also be big changes. Your reactions to the world, your thoughts, the things you manifest in your life all change because it's coming from this new state. How the people around you will see you and react to you is different because you're a different person. Still God, still the I am that is all of us. But now, looking out through your eyes from a different state of consciousness, being something else. Where earlier you might have said, I am sad and scared. I am sick and poor. But move into that new state of consciousness and now I am full of joy and confident. I am a badass mother effing manifester. And stop reacting to the facts because they're just a reflection of your own imagining. So change your reaction. And by changing your reactions, you're changing. You're moving into a new state of consciousness. Because like Neville says, this law of reversibility, when you bring up the feeling of your wish fulfilled, it must, when it's sustained, that feeling is sustained, it must bring about, objectify the state of consciousness that would have brought about those feelings. Just like the state of consciousness, having whatever it is you want, having it, having it fulfilled, would bring about a certain feeling. Well, you can take that feeling, the effect of the cause, and reverse it and make the feeling of the wish fulfilled the cause, bringing about the state of consciousness. And by changing your reactions, you are moving into that new state of consciousness. But you cannot be reacting the old way from the new state of consciousness. So by changing your reactions, you are moving into a new state of consciousness because you're reacting differently. If you had your wish fulfilled, there's no way you could be reacting in the same old way because you're seeing the world differently. Shoot me an email. Tell me your stories. Ask me your questions. I love you guys. Oh, my email address feelingtwisty at gmail.com. This is Feeling Twisty.